Welcome to this week's Greenside Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I'm talking on the phone with Dennis uh, Bowman. And Dennis is an agriculture educator located on campus at Champaign-Urbana for the University of Illinois. And how are you, Dennis? Doing very good, Richard. Great. Um, while I've uh, talked with uh, Russ Higgins frequently, who is an ag educator up in northern Illinois, I wanted to uh, talk with you today and find out how central Illinois is doing, uh, especially related to weather and things of, of that sort. And I know from the horticulture perspective, I've been uh, uh, telling uh, listeners on other radio and media that uh, you know spring will get here eventually. Uh, leave the gardening hat on and stay warm for a while, and we'll eventually get to get our gardens in. So, what's the what's the word uh, for the commercial farmer? Well, my pr primary message is not to panic. I mean, we'd like to have some of the corn planted uh, by the end of April. Um, it's just going to mean things are probably going to be a little more hectic in uh, in May. Although we've we've got a little bit of a window opening up right here for the next couple of days, if soil conditions allow, um, I expect to, to, to see a lot of activity um, over this weekend. Okay, and you're referencing really right around you, central Illinois, or is that going to be... Yeah, really, in this part of the state and south, I think um, um, we did not get um, as much precipitation and snowfall as you guys got in the last round. Um, we were kind of below that line, so... Uh, we're probably in a little better situation for that. And as we were uh, discussing, soil temps are still cool, but at this point in the calendar, we, we really don't care as much about soil temperatures. Um, what we care about is the soil conditions, um, that make sure that the soil conditions are, are appropriate for planting. Um, rushing in too early when, when the soil's not ready can lead to some uncorrectable problems with compaction. Um, we get uh, a situation with corn known as sidewall compaction um, when the, the planter goes in and opens up a furrow in wet soil and kind of smears the side of that furrow and doesn't necessarily always do a great job of getting it closed at that point. Um, and then the roots have trouble penetrating that, that smeared surface. And uh, that can be something that sets the corn back and doesn't allow for good root development. And that's something we can't recover from. Uh, waiting a few more days and, uh, and being a little bit later, um, but having a healthy plant is a much better option. It sounds like what I've always called the Goldilocks soil. It has to be just right. It really does for to get the yeah. to get the maximum. Same same for horticultural gardens and flower beds and perennials. So working the soil too early when it's wet and and in particular at least cold too doesn't help things. So that's that's some some great in, information to know here. Uh, we when we were when we would be talking about uh, uh, air temps and things like that. Uh, I know um, three-letter th uh, three initial fly around, it's GDD, growing degree days, and how does that influence crop development? Well, corn uh, is almost completely heat-driven from once it hits the soil to once it, the combines enter the field. Um, and it takes 110 growing degree days um, to get corn once it's in the ground up and uh, uh, emerging from the soil. And that is uh, an average 
for the high and low temperatures of the day, um, and you don't get a, you don't count any count anything if the uh, average is less than 50. Um, so we have to have average temperatures above 50 degrees, um, and the number of degrees um, as they accumulate from day to day, um, we need 110. Um, so if uh, we're having still having uh, 30 degree temperatures at night and 60s during the day, that doesn't get us many growing degree days. So we need uh, some warmer night temperatures um, and some higher daytime temperatures to get that average up there to get the soil warmed up um, and get the plants up out of the soil once we do get them in the ground. Okay, yeah. Um, I looked at weather temperatures around here uh, last week and like a five-year average we would have should have been in like 50, 51 degrees our five-day average as a comparison was only 36 degrees so, <laughs> yeah. so it's substantially things are substantially different um, I think probably across Illinois in general but as things develop southern to the northern part of the state it's the conditions do continue to improve so that's that's pretty that's a pretty good thing um, now uh, you know traditionally as you drive down the roads in the springtime I think most of us see corn being planted first uh, followed by soybeans is that tradition is there some science behind that why why corn first and then beans second um, as I mentioned corn is is very heat dependent and to take full advantage of the growing season we we try to pick corn hybrids that take a full season to reach maturity and so that means planting them early and then um, getting them to mature before the frost in the fall um, so planting early has always been part of corn or planting it first um, soybeans um, actually do like a slightly warmer soil temperature for germination um, and so we generally think about planting them second but our research shows that the uh, the best time to plant corn is generally about the best time to plant soybeans as well for maximum yield because with soybeans their maturity is determined by um, when they hit uh, the right night length in the cycle after the uh, the, the long longest day of the summer um, that's kind of a when they start those nights start to shorten up um, or starting to lengthen up I excuse me um, then um, the soybeans will go into start their maturity and uh, they'll kind of quit growing in height so by planting soybeans early we get bigger plants more pods um, higher yields but the penalty for late planting with soybeans isn't nearly as severe as planting late for corn. Corn does not like um, to be planted too late and yields decline rapidly if planting gets delayed into June. Whereas soybeans still, the curve is much, drops off much slower. Um, and so um, we don't see the penalty. So again, the best benefit is to get the corn in early and then as soon as possible to get the soybeans in. All right. Well. Um, I know this is, as I say, this is what everyone kind of sees. That's what I pay attention to anyway. Um, and uh, it was great to hear the bit of science behind it and know that it isn't necessarily just tradition of because Grandpa did it. <laughs> that, that's good information to know. Well, Dennis, uh, this has been a, a great show this week. Um, so we're just about out of time. So this has been Richard Henshaw with Dennis Bowman, both of us from the University of Illinois Extension Service. 
Dennis is on campus at Champaign-Urbana, and I'm located up here in northern Illinois. It's been a pleasure, as it always does, is each week. We'll be back again next week.